Welcome back, or welcome to the Better Men, Better Ballplayer podcast. I'm your host, Trey Cobb. I want to thank you here for joining us. Here are another edition where we talk about the <clears throat> ways to not only improve players from a physical standpoint, but also from a mental standpoint. Um, had the privilege of talking to head coach Jim Chester today from Gardner-Webb University. Uh, where he was, he has taken over the program there, uh, formerly was the coach at Barton College, and in 2019, the Carolinas Conference Coach of the Year, uh, after leading Barton to one of their biggest turnarounds in, D, uh, in D2 baseball. Uh, he was also the former head coach at Lock Haven, that's where I actually got to know uh, Coach Chester after recruiting one of our players. Uh, he led their program to one of the, another Huge turnaround where he took a team uh, that was thirteen and twenty eight to then thirty two and eighteen the following year. Um, he was at, at also was head coach at Penn State Greater Allegheny where he left the program as the winningest coach in program history, helping lead PSGA to six World Series appearances. Uh, prior to them, he was also at Mercyhurst Northeast for two seasons, which was his first head coaching gig. Uh, he has also been the assistant coach at Seton Hill universities for two seasons. Uh, very heavily uh, involved in uh, FCA as a man of his faith. Jim, uh, coach Coach Chester is always willing to share uh, high energy, a lot of passion for the game, just loves the coach. Uh, you can hear it through his our conversation we have, and he talks about how he is uh, his servant leadership, and it's not about him. It's about his players, and um, how selfless he is, and how he lives those lives those lessons, and um, and he's relentless. Uh, and he talked about his relentless and being able to um, figure things out, and being relentless and getting knocked down, know, knowing you have to get knocked down to to get back up. And um, in order to be successful, you have to be relentless. And also his blue collar mentality, where you know coming growing up in the Pittsburgh area and uh, going through his 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 story, as he would call it, uh, to get to where he's at today. Uh, you know, he's blue collar. He's hardworking. He's gritty. Uh, when he gets down to it, he's going to put his work boots on. He's get his lunch pail and he's going to go to work. Um, and he's and he's still doing that thing. That still doing that here today at Gardner Web. Um, has some great facilities. You know, getting the most help he's ever had, but still able to be true to himself, be true to his roots, and remain blue collar. And uh, you know. It was just a real privilege to get to talk to Coach Chester and and um, everything he's talking about doing in this program, from uh, stuff they're doing at practice uh, to the culture they're trying to build, uh, the staff that he has, and the amazing help that they have day in and day out, and uh, you know from the practice planning and and we go through a, a ton of things and he's so willing to share. He's giving out his email without me asking him, and you know people follow him on Twitter just. Uh, just a tremendous, uh, tremendous man, and I'm, I'm really privileged, and I uh, know you're going to find some value in it if uh, you're willing to get better. So uh, for those of you who are, let's just get into it. And uh, again, can't thank Coach Chester enough for the time he was able to spend, and I hope you enjoy it because I know I did. So here he is, head coach, Gardner-Webb University, Coach Jim Chester. Yeah, so, you know, I, I, I can't tell you. I don't think our players understand how blessed we've been. Um, you know, we've had, we've had some, um, 
we had some number restrictions in the beginning, meaning like we could only have so many guys on our field at a time. And, and we were doing individuals anyway, so the groups worked out refined. It was it was perfectly fine. And then, um, you know, then the number went to 50, which fit, which, uh, fit our team. And then they got completely lifted today. So you could have as many as you want. I know our football program is excited about that. Um, they can have as many as they want on the, in, in, the, in the stadium now. So, um, you know, we've just been so blessed. We had um, – are we on the air? Are we recording? Yeah, man. Yeah, we're rolling. Okay, good. Yeah, I just yeah. We had a small, we had a small, um, and I don't mind. We had a small, uh, um, like I said, small interruption, like on campus, like a lot of places, for just a couple of days, where we had to just kind of cease activity. I think it was literally um, three days, and then um, other than that, I mean, we've been full go. I mean, we started team practice. Um, what is I think now about seven eight days ago, and. Um, you know, we've been inter squad and we had scout day. We, you know, like we've been, we were full, we're full throttle. You know what I wow. mean? So it's, um, you know what I mean? It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I mean, I feel back to normal. Do you? I wow, mean, that's I really, great really do. Yeah. Other than, you know, we got other than, you know, we're, we're wearing masks and then our players have to wear masks at, when they're not practicing. Um, other than that, I mean, we're, we've been, like I said, it's been full throttle and um, it's been great. It feels great. It really yeah, does. It feels great. It's brought some normalcy to, to our life, which is, um, you know, I, our, our players, it's amazing. I don't, I think that when you get into this stuff, we've been in it to it now, let's see. Oh, geez. We started around, you know, September 1st type thing. And um, so we've been at it a little bit, you know, yeah. five weeks or so um, might be a hair longer. Um, and like the, usually around this time, they start complaining, breaking down, you know, whatever. Complaining is not the right word. You know what I mean? Just things get sure. monotonous. Things are going, you know, whatever man they're not it's not there and it's not it's really not I mean we're practicing hard and I just think they're valuing that like for all of them and that means that the height of the freshmen that are here and the junior college guys like they we all had the same thing happen to us last March mm -hmm. our season got taken from us all of us and I think they now understand like you know I never want that to happen again and I'm not taking it for granted so um it's an awesome thing it's an awesome thing we're and we're 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 I don't want to say we're one of the few, but I've had a few conversations with people that are in the same boat that we're in right now. I mean, there's, you know, there's some places that haven't been able to do certain things because of, you know, certain restrictions and, you know, unfortunately positive COVID tests and different things like that. Um, so, you know, um, I'm hoping that maybe it's an advantage for us going into the spring. Fingers crossed. I'm knocking on wood. Everything's clear here for about another month. And, we're in a good place and um, we'll have our full following and boys will get to go home for Thanksgiving and we'll, you know, we're going to be ready to rock and roll come January. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll come back. So have you, have, has your fall looked as it looked any different the way like just kind of things got a schedule board since you are already full board is everything still going smooth or you changing things up where they're like, you know, like things that you would have put in earlier are you putting in mm -hmm. now? Like, has that changed up at all? Yeah. No, um, you know what? It's been, it's been somewhat status quo. Um, you know, it's, it's different. It's my third year in the South. So I coached in the, in the Northern, Northern climate for a long time. So it was like, start your fall as soon as you can, because sure. winter was coming either October 1st, November 1st, you didn't know. Um, so you had to get, you wanted to get your days and your team stuff in now being in the South, um, you know, it's, it's really nice. I, I'm a big advocate. Now people will differ on this. This is just what I think. You know, we take we take um, we take a good three weeks of individuals um, during that time. We can have enough guys and groups where we can put 
We put our whole offense in, everything we do defensively, picks, every, everything is in before we throw a pitch and play a game. And um, I, that's what I'm a big proponent of. Before we even enter squad, we do that. Um, so that, that, that's important to me. Now, guys, other people do it different. They'll, they'll practice first and then work on things, it, you know, afterwards with individuals later on. But um, I'm, I'm kind of like we do that, and then we run our fall as close to Thanksgiving as we can. And then we shut it. Then we just shut it down. Like it's time to, mm-hmm. you know, rest our bodies and get ready for the spring season. But I'm so pleased with where we're at right now. Um, I'm fired up. If you can hear my voice, we had a great practice tonight. Like we've just been getting after it. And um, squad games have been great. And I just, you know, we've got a lot of new guys. We've got a lot of returners. We've got some awesome seniors coming back. Um, <clears throat> you know, I. Uh, this is not a knock on on us at all, but you know, I can't tell you we're just floating with major league prospects um, around the field, but. We've got a pretty darn good baseball player in each spot on our in our in our, in our lineup, and then uh, you know I feel like our our, our bullpen and our uh, whole staff is in a whole different world than it was a year ago, um, and um, I just we're just I'm, I'm excited about the, the what we got going on. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you have that you know that trait. Uh, I guess you say that record, that reputation of you know things can be a lot different with you, like from year to year. You know, just how you turn around programs, like. How, like, what, what would you say is, you know, you, the, the big reason that you're able to do those things, you're to go to programs and, you know, basically just flip it on its head. And even from year to year, just how different you are guys are now. I mean, what, what would you say is your big thing of success? Like, how are you able to do that? You know, it's so funny. I think the easiest way to explain some of that stuff is, um, you know, a couple of reasons. Number one, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, like this isn't about me. It's never been about me. Um, you know, when I was blessed to get this position, you know, and now, now you got some division one spotlight and different things that go along the way. And you go from playing the Penn state branches of the world to, you know, we're lining up against Carolina and Georgia tech, you know what I mean? So the world, the world, the world changed drastically for me in about six years, um, seven years, whatever it's been. Um, but I, I, no matter where I've been, um, you know, it's never been about me. Um, you know, I'm not too proud to carry a bucket. I'm not too proud. I probably hit 600 fungos today. I'm not too proud. Like I get, you know, I take the, I, I have a terrible, maybe a bad habit. I, I still clean the dugouts. I take the trash out. Um, you know, I just don't get away from any of that stuff. And I don't want to say, and then never, I don't put that on Twitter. I don't put that on Facebook. That's not important. I'm just sharing this over a conversation with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't make me any better than somebody else forever, but I consider myself pretty humble in that world. Um, and, it's about our players. Everything's about our players. Um, and it's about our coaches. Um, I have such a passion for practice. I have a passion for, um, you know, doing everything that's off what's in the limelight, you know, outside of the box score, because I think to win the box score, you've got to do everything right in all the other areas, love community service, love practice planning, love fundraising, love all those pieces, love, love, love every little thing that there is to do with a baseball program. And I, I, I love it just as much, if not more, than, than game day, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, it's important to me. I love my assistant coaches, love everyone that I've had. Um, it's so it's so awesome. There's guys sprinkled all over the place um, in college baseball, and I, I hope I played a small part in that. Um, I got a lot of players now kind of making in. I got a really cool right now here at Gardner-Webb. I got uh, one of my former players at Lock Havens on staff, and what an awesome, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's such a cool, such a cool thing, and I love I love working with those young guys, young coaches. Um, you know they've got great ideas and great things. I just hope that you know I've screwed so much up over the last fifteen years that 
I could just tell him, don't do that because I really <laughs> screwed that up before. So right. and that's, that's the way I, that's the way I learn and that's the way I operate. So, um, you know, that you talk about, like, I've never focused on some of that stuff, like about turning programs around. And I guess I get that question a lot. Yeah. Um, and I, I'll, I'll be honest with you, coach. I've never, like, I've never really sat back and looked at much of it. Like I've never, there's certain games and things remind me, or if I'm on Facebook and I see a former player, like there's sometimes I look back at some different things in games, but I, I've never just kind of sat back and looked at like, man, you know, when I was at Penn state, greater Allegheny, we had whatever to whatever, um, you know, and, and I, we had a, we had a, you know, I, I always forget how many games like, but I know a Barton, I, I do remember, I, cause I try to explain this to a lot of people. Cause they're just like, wow, this is great. You know, congratulations. You know, I've sat in the 12 and 36 dugout. Mm-hmm. So I've been blessed to be around some 30 win seasons, some really good teams and some awesome stuff. And there's no doubt, but I've also lost 30, you know, I've lost 30 games too. I know what that feels like. And I think, you know, I mean, if you want to get to where you want to be and whatever you do, you got to get your tail kicked once in a while. Mm-hmm. You know, got knocked to the ground and I'll, I'll never forget as long as I let my, uh, you know, my wife and I talk about this, you know, we, I'll never forget. We were playing North Greenville at Barton. We were 12 and 35 was the last game of the season. Um, and they were like top three in the country. Like, they, were, they were so good. They're so good. They're still good. They're really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be scared. I'd be deathly afraid to play them here. Trust me. <laughs> but they're, they're, they're good. But they, uh, the third out was recorded. I'll never forget. Like our guy flew out the center and I sat there and the game was over and I went, I will never ever sit through this again never ever it'll never happen and you know put myself on a mission to you know do the right things and I mean we had a turnaround we won I don't know 30 games I think or 31 that next year part and mm-hmm. so kind of led to this opportunity here so I uh there's no magic potion there's no wand to be waved it's man it's just being selfless relentless blue collar and just sticking your nose to the ground and loving your players and developing your coaches and and, and just just working day in and day out, and when things get tough, just push a little harder. So that's all. I, that's all I've ever tried to do. I, I hear that selfish, relentless, and blue collar. Those uh, what Gardner Webb is that what you guys stand for? Is that kind of what your your values are? Yeah, it, it, it's 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 huge. It's huge. Um, you know, you'll see you'll see a combination of those three words through college baseball and a lot of different things. I mean, people, I didn't invent those words by any sure. means. Um. I just, I just, I just know that like, what's been really important to me um, in in regards to being um, a leader of a program is being selfless. Um, you know, talking about the guy next to us is more important than ourselves. That's it's so important. Community service is huge. It's not for show. It's just like, hey, we're so lucky to do what we do, and we've got to be able to give back in those ways. So, I mean, being selfless is just, it's really, really, really important for me. Um, it's important important for me as a person and I try to live my live my life that way um and, and do the best that I can in that way and I try to you know our coaches our players it's you it's important um relentless um you know we're we're, we're down on bad body language we're, we're we're not we're not into you know what I mean doing something at, you know 80 percent 50 percent you know I mean it's 110 and we're just going to be at it and like when we don't do it well we're going to figure out a way to make this happen. We're going to be relentless in our approach. And it's like, you know, and just having that mindset that like, we can get through this, we can do it. We can move forward is extremely important to me. And and I, and I, and I love, I I consider myself blue collar. Um, I mean, I'm not trying to like, that's not, you know, I'm not trying to be egotistical or anything along those lines, to be honest with you, but I just, uh, 
Um, I truly believe that, uh, you know, being blessed with where I'm at is, is a result of um, years of hard work. Um, it's, it's, it's real. I didn't know anybody. Um, I'm not, wasn't a professional baseball player. I didn't play division one baseball. I wasn't that good of a player in so many ways. Um, but I, uh, you know, I just, it's hard work, blue collar. And I, um, you know, I'm a coach. So, I mean, I, I, I look, I, <laughs> I could, I was a part-time coach. I used to sweep, uh, geese manure off a field so we could practice mm. used to practice have bases painted in a parking lot to get things done um yeah. you know had a master's degree and was working three jobs just to be able to coach. i mean i worked over work um night turn at toys r us over christmas for a couple of times you know i i could tell you some stuff like but any coach that's into this got a story and that's what i tell our assistants all the time you got a story so you know i i i had a, i had a mission um, I wanted to do this for a living and um, kind of stuck my nose to the ground, had a, had a couple times where I was about ready to get out. No doubt. No doubt. Uh -huh. um, I could pinpoint them, um, but kept my nose to the ground. You know what I mean? My yeah. first season at Penn State, Greater Allegheny, we had 12 players. Uh -huh. Think about that. 12 uh -huh. players. Catcher taking his gear off to come in, relief the pitch, bring the second baseman in to catch, take the pitcher, put him at second. I mean – did all that. I, I, I'm not, and I, I wouldn't trade it for anything in the whole world. And I, uh, you know, I only share this because hopefully someone listens to this. I, uh, you know, I just, you know, we, 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 we recruit, um, when I say recruit or interview, um, young coaches, like, I mean, I got to see a little bit of myself and somebody before they step, step on our staff. You for know sure. I mean? So, yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, honestly, like as much as you've been talking about that staff and I know that you like during COVID and like during the quarantine stuff, like you had the, the open nights to kind of come join your staff and what you're doing. Mm -hmm. How, like, so how have you been able to find the, those right guys to help you? Cause I know it's, you know, knowing you and yourself and so much selflessness, I'm sure the staff that you've put together has, has helped as well. How are you finding those guys that are similar, that have those similar characteristics? Yeah, it's uh, so, you know, in our staff, we've got, um, you know, Connor Scarborough is our pitching coach. He was here. Um, you know, everywhere I've been, I've, uh, I've kind of, you know, I, when I say inherited, you know, retained a coach that was on staff. And I just, I've, all, I've had a really good um, experience with that. So I thought that was a really good fit based off the amount of pitching we had back and the familiarity he played here. And you know what I mean? It was just, I mm -hmm. felt, felt like a really good fit and um, had some really good references and things like that. And he kind of, his values and what he did match from that end. And, um, you know, one of our other assistants is, um, uh, Anthony Marks. Anthony's a Pittsburgh kid. Um, he was a star on that 2016 national championship team for Coastal. I knew I knew Marksy when he was a young guy in high school. I was, uh, you know, I, think I tell him all the time I was recruiting recruiting the heck out of him when I was a D3 in Pittsburgh, and <laughs> he picked Coastal. It probably was a was a good fit, but uh, I was in on that. But you know, it was kind of crazy. He just kind of hit me up when uh, he got done playing pro ball and uh, came with me to Barton as a volunteer. Now he's one of our full time assistants and. I mean, he's blue collar. I mean, like he just, he just wants to work and he just uh -huh. brings the juice every day and it just fits where we were kind of cut from the same cloth in so many ways. So it's, uh, it's great to have that around, you know what I mean? Around the program on a constant basis. And then, sure. uh, you know, our volunteers, Jake Marinelli, he, uh, he was at Mercerous Northeast. That program got cut last year. The whole school got shut down. So, uh, he's a guy I knew that had a specialty with catching and kind of in our world in so many ways. So it was good on that end. And, um, we have, a, we have a, you know, what's really cool about this year, you know, being in a mid-major, I mean, we've got, we have a director of player development, we have a director of baseball operations, you know, it's amazing. I tell you, you got all these things, like, dude, when I was at, when I was at Greater Allegheny, it was me, 
and I had three grand to find it, like as many assistants as I could. I had great help. Don't get me wrong. But like yeah. now I got, you know, like I was the director of baseball operations. Sure. I was the director of player development. Yeah. I was the, you know what I mean? Like all and that. And the grounds crew. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, geez, that's, that's why. You know, was, you know, not to get off base, but my, uh, everyone always asks me, like, what's the best thing about Gardner-Webb? And if you can see in the background, we're full turf. Yeah. And that's beautiful that I just don't, like, coaches can say whatever they want when they hear this, but I've got a lot of years of lugging diamond dry and, mm. and you know what I mean, and turfus yeah. and, and rakes and all that. And we, I never had, never played on a home field. Never had a home field until I got to Lock Haven. Never had a home field. Reserve this, reserve that. You know, thought you know, get out there and push snow off the, uh, you know, but it is, it makes, I guess, it makes me who I am in so many ways. But okay. anyway, getting back, we have a director of player development. Um, his name's Ty Moore. He played on the 2013 national championship team at UCLA, oh. and um, he was in a Baltimore Orioles player development, and um, he wanted to get into college ball. He's a stud. Um, I'm kind of a dinosaur with um, you know, rap soto and track man and all that type of stuff. We need to do it, but I tell you what, he's helped me grow in it. I mean, we we're, we're using it at a high level right now, and I'm fired up about it. I mean, I, I'm I ain't no dummy. Like if I don't change with with the times and everything, like we'll, we'll kick, you know, I'm gonna get passed up. Sure. You know, our competition's gonna beat us. So on that end, but we we like so we have a bunch of guys. One of our former one of my former players, Evan McFarland, is on staff. Um, he was an assistant at Glenville State last year. Um, you know, after getting out, he wasn't in baseball for a couple of years and he wanted to get back in. And, um, you know, he was, he was as selfless, relentless and blue collar as any player I ever coached. So that was a no brainer. Like mm-hmm. I want what he does to rub off on everybody else. And, um, Parker Lynn's with us for our second year. He's our ops guy. He's a stud. He's a Pittsburgh guy. Um, and he does the same thing, man, in the office early, just grinding it out. Like, you know what I mean? Just, 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 just putting the program in front of everything else. And, um, Again, I'm rambling on and on, but I'm, you can tell how excited I am about our, our staff. It's great. Like, I just – I've never had this much help in my life, so. Yeah, so how, how, are you, how are you able to manage that? Like, so have you, have you leaned on some people to kind of get some help? I mean, you've never had this before. So how are you, how are you figuring how are you able to manage that whole big staff? It's, it's, it, it's difficult um, because I, I'm, I'm – I'm, I'm, You want to do I, a lot. I mean, a blue collar as you are. I'm a mover shaker. Yeah. I, I'm mover and shaker. I'm ready to jump out of my seat right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not, you know, it's the way I operate. So it's um, got to kind of a deal with our guys. Like they got to put me in my place a little bit. <laughs> so they kind of like telling me like, I got a coach, you know what I mean? Like, and I, you know, and I'm, and I'm a little like, you know, I hate to know over the top sometimes, you know what I mean? I'm like, you know what I mean? Cause I want, I want it perfect. I want to make it happen in the right way. But, um, I've, I feel like I've gotten way better than that. If I, I, I got, I got a lot of faults. There's mm-hmm. no doubt. I've got a lot of things I need to work on um, every day. And um, one of them is delegation in so many ways. Um, but I've really been able to sit down and map out kind of a chart of what everybody in our program takes care of and, and what they do. And, um, you know, I, um, I'm just, I'm blessed. I'm really blessed. I got great people around me um, and great people around you make, make you look good. So, um, I'm really, I'm really excited about that, but it is, I'm going to tell you, and I tell a lot of code, like it's, it's a challenge. Uh-huh. It's definitely a challenge to have, to have a lot of help. That sounds silly, but when you're so yeah. used to kind of like doing everything, you know what I mean? In so many sure. ways, but you know, but I, I try to make that out. Like when I was at Barton, I was lucky. I, we had, you know, we had a great staff. Like, I mean, Marcy was on that staff and we had assistant coaches, but we had a large roster and, um, but still, it's, it's different. Like when you're the guy with the most experience, like 
you know, it's like, do you let somebody in so many other certain things where do you let somebody do something that's doing it for the first time when you've done it a hundred times. Right. And cause you, you know, gotta let him fail. Like, you gotta let him fail too. And you might. Yeah. It's gotta be tough and you, and you gotta show, and then something, it takes a little bit of time to show them how to clean up the mess. Um, which yeah. is, you know, that's part of a mentoring piece of what we need to do. So, but, mm -hmm. uh, I couldn't be more happy. Like I couldn't be more happy. We've got a great staff, awesome staff. I think anybody comes around us, they, they love, they get fired up. So uh, we, we bring a lot of energy every day. We have a good time. Yeah, man. Sounds like it. It sounds like it. Sounds like us. People be, people are really uh, fortunate to be on your guys' staff. That's for sure. But oh man, so this has been us been great so far, man. We're rock and rolling. Um, so I guess I guess for me is like so when you look at each of those individual jobs and what they're doing. Um, so as your player development guy, like I'm just thinking of their role now, what they are. So is he really just taking like, um, like your scout day that you just had, is he taking like those measurements, thing like that and like, and blasting the people or is he like programming? And then like each of the individual coaches are part of that programming. Is that how that's working? Yeah, so that? our player, yeah, our player development, um, you know, he, he's, he does all of our analytics stuff. I mean, okay. everything. So he's compiling everything that we have. Um, we have Rapsodo meetings, um, once every two like once every two weeks with our guys um so he comes in he meets with the guys he goes over all their numbers off of everything that we do i mean we take a lot of that stuff whether it's out of the hand out of the machine whatever it might be and he compiles and does an awesome job um during our um he spends a lot of time like you know and again this is what i believe in you know we're not a big um you know mechanics to the swing are, are a big deal don't get me wrong we spend time on that and work with it um, but I'm, I'm, I'm way more concerned with the at-bat and the approach than I am the swing. Um, so we, we do a lot of charting during our squad games on quality at-bats, mm -hmm. you know, pitches that were put in play, barrel percentages, you know what I mean? And I think there can be a lot of growth from a player through that standpoint more than, like, putting their hands in a certain area on a tee. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. that's, 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 my, that's my mythology versus – other people will tell me I'm not right or crazy, and that's fine. That's the beauty of our game. Yeah. Um, so Ty Moore, our development guy, he does a lot of that. He does a lot of that. Um, and I don't know if you – if you, I think uh, you've probably seen some of our social media. Um, he's a stud with the, our videos and stuff. Like, so he does all the video in our program. Like, we video certain things at practice. Um, like I said, I, we're big on, and I love, like – we see new drills. I love watching what other people do. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, I love that. Let's put that in. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And we do a lot of that. And anytime we first time do something, we video it. I like to watch it. I love flow and function. I'm big into it. We got a lot of people in the field. We're moving, doing what we need to do. So um, I'd spend a lot of time. Um, you know, we spent some time with that. And he's great with that. And he also, like all our promotional stuff, um, video wise, he, he does. Now that's not really a, player development type thing yeah he's just he's he's good at it so right. he does it so um, way better than me so like, oh, he yeah. takes care of that. those young guys can take care of all this that video and technology right heck yeah <laughs> heck yeah i'm lucky i turned the zoom i'm lucky i turned the zoom on tonight <laughs> for real that's good that's good so yeah i mean because that's it's such a it's such a new job now you know like i mean that job wasn't wasn't in college baseball five years ago maybe mm -hmm. three years ago uh the director of player player development so um you know this is your first is this his first year for that for us yeah yeah for that position yeah this is this yeah. is it so it's a little bit of a trial run for me mm -hmm. do you know what i mean it's yeah, a little so. bit like 
yeah, trying to figure it out. And then I've been asking some other people what their guys do and you know what I mean? In some ways, but, um, and he'll be, he'll be an asset, um, you know, in the dugout too. Um, Welcome. So yeah, there'll be an, like, and then how we're going to function all that. Um, still working on that. I've talked to a few people and want to kind of see what we can do, but you know, another set of eyes is, is great. No matter what we're doing. So absolutely. It's nice to be able to just your coaches then could just coach, you know, your full-time guys and the, the development guys putting together those plans and things like that to help. And then those guys can help them be there to get there and do that. It's, it's nice to have that. It, it's I'll tell you what, you know, I've told a lot of people what's been missing, you know, the last couple of positions I've been in, and it includes this one. And this includes any programming, excuse me, in college baseball, you got to fundraise. I mean, fundraising is like, it's, it's a piece and I have a passion for it. I do like it. Um, I enjoy relationships, enjoy raising my, enjoy improving our facility. I enjoy improving our program. I think it's, it's so important in so many ways, but you know, I'm so enamored with that piece in the past and it's time consuming. Mm-hmm. It's really time consuming, you know, making phone calls are time consuming. I don't know what anybody thinks, but um, I've probably coached more this fall than I have in a long time. And I got my juices back a little bit, um, you know, I'm not a coach. I don't miss practice. I'm not one of those guys. I don't miss practice. I don't leave it to the assistants to do it. You know, I'm, I'm highly involved. I mean, I, um, our coaches coach, trust me, mm-hmm. I let Marcy takes the outfielders. I don't touch it. Like I don't need to, these guys are, they're studs. I don't need to touch it, but I'm highly, highly, highly involved in the planning process and integrated in it. Um, and I've coached way more this fall than I, um, that probably have in some years just based off not having, um, you know, like, when I say coach, like maybe being a little more in, in, into some things and like really like just kind of coaching guys up and getting after a little bit, a little more. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of it's got to do with COVID, um, you know, just sitting around here kind of got me, got a second wind, I guess, in so many ways. And just having great help now, like it just, it just frees me to kind of probably, you know, do what I love. Sure. No, that's great about it. Great having help. I mean, you, you've talked about the, the, the flow and functionality. You've talked about those things about wanting to practice. What are some of your practices look like? What do you, what do you, what are you drawing up? What does a typical practice look like for you? Yeah. So we, um, like, you know, we kind of try to do when we start off practice every day, it's just really important for me. I mean, I'm not a big, like, I mean, I like to speak to the group and share messages and things, but I'm not one of those guys that like has a, you know, I, well, I don't even talk to the team after game. So like, for practice, like it's a few key words, um, you know, it's special to us um, based off of Gardner Webb's is extremely strong Christian institution. Um, we, we have a team prayer every single day. Um, it's a great start to our practice. Um, then we, we break into a, um, a full team band routine, um, position players and pitchers. Um, I'm really worried about our fence here lately, but it's, uh, we got <laughs> we're kind of raw, we're kind of rocking and rolling, but it's a, uh, you know, we got guys, we go through that piece. So we go through a full, um, you know, dynamic um, and functional stretch. Um, you know, Marcy played at Coastal, and um, I'm not, like I said, it's not my well-versed area. And, um, you know, we have an st- awesome strength coach. You guys are stud, and I, I know we might be talking about some of that stuff a little bit later. But, um, you know, he, he he's in charge of football, too, so it doesn't allow him to get up and, like, really put our guys through what he needs to do. Um, so Marcy takes our guys through, I mean, a good 20-minute, 20, 20 like, you know, legit stretch get ready to go um then we have um a speed segment um where we've got three or four stations going uh where we're working like circle runs 
um, you know, wall, wall, wall runs, uh, ladder drill. I mean, a whole different thing. We do it every single day. Really? Um, it's important. It's really, really important to us. Yeah. We do a speed segment for about 12 minutes. Okay. Um, it doesn't t- take very long, but it's, um, is that really based you know, off your offensive awesome. philosophy? Like your offensive philosophy with you trying mm-hmm. to run the guys we recruit, like you're really into your big, big into speed and putting pressure. I, I wouldn't tell you that we're real big into speed. Um, I mean, speed's important. Don't get me wrong. Sure. I'm into guys that play fast more than I am sixties and things. Okay. Um, and that's, that's what makes it difficult now. We can't be on the road, but, um, I'm, I'm, I'm very big on the two base. The, I, 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 and we, we are very big on the two base run home to second, first to third, second mm-hmm. to home. And that's why we do a lot of those things. Like, because we're working on the circle runs are huge, yeah. you know, making sure that we get the right angles and do like, and we, we got, we, the body lean that we have now versus like a month ago, it's unbelievable. Like what our guys can do from that, just from doing circle runs every single day. So we, we, we just do, I mean, it takes, like I said, 10, 12 minutes and it just gets you better. You know what yeah. I mean? When you're doing it every single day. For sure. Um, and then we go into a section of every days. Everybody's going through a series of drills. Um, you know, outfitters are going through the, the drops and uh, wrong way stuff, different things like that. Um, and our infielders go through a whole segment of um, whether it's, you know, short hops, forehands, backhands, um, you know, lat- we have some ladder segments. we got, bunch of different things some exchange stuff that we that i've put in over the years that are really important we do that they're called every days we do them every day takes about 10 12 minutes um and then we go through a you know i feel pretty structured throwing program okay. uh, this position position specific so it's about 40 minutes before we do anything sure it's it's 40 minutes before there's a fungo hit or anything like that so um and then after that um I mean, it just varies. Um, you know, we talk about yeah, depending like, on the day. Yeah, it just varies a lot of times. Um, you know, I like I have a, we have a three thing. We have a three part segment that we do where we've got a three on the mound PFP drill um, that then turns into um, we do so rundown segment with a pickoff type play at first, and then working a pick play at second, and then you know we really don't pick the third in so many ways, but we just kind of do that, and we, we we do rundowns like for four minutes. I'm not into that like we do them for like. 15, 20s, then things start getting screwed up. Mm-hmm. But we do them probably three or four times a week for three or four minutes, and that's plenty to get in what we need to do. And then um, we either mix in then a bunt D or mix a first and third D in or a first and second D, something like that team-wise. And then, you know, we got – I mean, it's just great. Like, we we took an hour and a half BP today um, getting everybody through, and then but we just got, you know, so much going on. I mean, there's one, two, three, four – you know, we've got – Three fungos going on inside. We've got guys going through their whole bunt swing routine. I'm standing behind second base, fungo and picks to the first baseman. And then during the bunt segment, I'm fungo and line drives to the outfield. Um, so, like, I'm just really big on, like, we just got – we got people everywhere. Yeah. And we're not wasting a second. Mm-hmm. We're not wasting a second. So, um, you know, we we, uh, we also took an extended I.O. today. So, we have an I.O. program that – uh you know, I'm kind of a nerd on doing that. I love IO. And then, um, you know, we extend it out where it's like almost triple what we, a regular IO where you get a million reps. Um, so, I mean, in the first two hours of practice, I mean, I, I couldn't even tell. I, mean, I, I guess we did, I bet I hit 500 fungos today. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, I'm just big on repetition. I'm big on like move, like I said, flow and function, keeping guys moving. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm, I don't like three hour practices in a lot of ways. This time of year, you need them. 
You know what I mean? You need them to get everything in what you need to do. But as we get moving here, we'll start scaling back a little bit and um and keep things going. But I could talk practice all day. I I we we uh, I'll tell you one cool thing we have. I mean, like, and again, it's so cool. You guys, you know, Mike Leach got hired at uh where's he at Mississippi State, right? Yeah. And in his press conference, he was talking about like his favorite book or something. He talked about Ron Polk's playbook. Yeah. Um, and if anybody like it's so funny to me because like I have that like on my desk, like I've got, you know what I mean? I got a picture of my wife. I got a picture of my kids. I've got a, um, a Bible and then I've got Ron Polk's playbook. So <laughs> it's um like, those are some things that those are a lot of things that are extremely important to me. Like, you know what I mean? If you're, right. if you're with the Lord, you're with the Lord, my wife and my kids and Ron Polk's playbook. Trust me. Right there. Um, we went, yeah, no doubt. We went um, as a staff during COVID and really created a, I thought a, a pretty dynamic uh, practice checklist um of everything that he has on and he's got that in his playbook but also it lists everything in there that we like to do at practice so we every day is um and i'm getting off track i'm sorry no, it's great it's great yeah we meet every day as a staff for for at least almost an hour um i've got a, i'm a big whiteboard guy i get up there i start writing drawing all that type of stuff and we plan practice every single day and we sit up there and um, what, what, what kind of, is I kind of make a shell and a skeleton of what, what I think we're going to do. I do it for the week, okay. either Sunday, or I do it early Monday morning. I make kind of a skeleton of what we're doing for the week. And then when we meet on the whiteboard, like guys come up and, you know, we're able to do what we need to do. And, um, you know, it's, it goes through and, um, you know, we just kind of refine and do everything we need to do, but we have a practice checklist. And a lot of times we'll take, you know, what did we do the week before, and we, we go against the checklist. What have we done over the last two weeks? You know what I mean? And we just, what have we missed? What do we got to do? What do we got? I mean, I've got, I don't know, I got a good seven, eight things I wrote down today that we just, we got to kind of go over and we got to, we got to figure out a practice. Uh, you know, I won't, I won't sleep at night. So, sure. you know, but some of those meetings on Monday go really, really well. And some drag pretty bad. And in August, it all depends on if the Steelers win or lose on Sunday. So <laughs> That's right. If they win, if they win, we're all the office mostly fired up. We got a lot of Western PA guys. So nice. That's awesome. Bringing the old PSAC guys there, you know, bringing Amen. the Pittsburgh guys. That's right. Amen. That's right. Oh man. That's good. So that's great. So the checklist, you do like, you just kind of keep track of like the days that you do them or do you keep track of just, is it more like just like a whole checklist or just saying, yep, we just check it off. We did it. Or is it a matter of like, when are we going to do it again? Yeah, it's, it's some of that, like, um, and you know, what's well, probably a good idea to probably have something to check there. I, I we, what we do is everyone's got a laminated um, okay. piece to that and it's broken down by like outfielders, third basemen, shortstops. And it's, I mean, it's everything from tag plays, the flag ball communication to, I mean, I, you name it, it's on there and it's a combination of what's in Ron Polk's playbook. Yeah. And then also what, what, um, you know, it's what also we, we like to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and different things and different drills and they're all listed in there. So, you know, we're, per, I feel like we do a pretty good job. Like, you know, when I do the skeleton, right. Of the practice plan, yeah. um, you know, I use the weeks week before as practices, like to look at just to make sure and see what we got to do, you know, mm-hmm. in so many ways. So, um, you know, it's, um, it's a benefit. We could definitely do it better. Um, could change some things up, but, um, I just like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a big, big proponent of, you know, we're mapped out to the minute. I mean, we have every group, every little thing. I mean, it's, it's on there. And, um, and you talk about, you know, I think, you know why I think that a lot of that's so important 
Um, and I, I credit my college coach. I mean, I played a small D3 in um, Northwestern Pennsylvania. And my coach, um, Joe Shawley, was a uh, extremely, extremely organized guy. And um, heck, I mean, so I played like high school baseball in like McKeesport, Pennsylvania. Like I didn't, yeah, like, you know, I didn't know, like, you know, we didn't do like anything. I, I had some decent coaches, don't get me wrong, like some guys that, you know, pushed us and, you know, and wanted us to play well and stuff. But as far as doing some of that stuff, like that was like foreign land to me. But right. you know what? I mean, like when I got to college and like our coach was, man, he was, he was, he was, he was awesome. Like as far as practice planning, organizing, all that type of stuff. And I was mm-hmm. like, man, this works. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I like this. And I believe I've taken that trait. And um, I'm just like, I'm really, really, really particular about like, you know, starting on time and moving and doing what we need to do. You know what I mean? And, and it's, we're synchronized, we're a team, we're flowing. And I, our players don't understand this. And I'm only sharing like what I went through and then what I'm trying to share now, but like it carries over into life. Sure does. I mean, it does. Like when you're able to, when you have, when you're able to create good time management skills and you're able to work with people around you to, 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 to achieve a task and when no one else is watching, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, it's making you a better person and it's, um, I mean, it's unfortunate the guys that don't, that don't buy in and don't do it. Like they're not, they're not like, they don't last very long. And I'm not saying they can't be successful in what they do in life. I'm sure that a lot of guys were that maybe didn't kind of meet the, meet the mold, but I, I got a pretty good idea. Like the guys moving around the field. And I mean, I, over, over the years, the ones that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Bought in and they do, and they kind of like, you know what I mean? Their attention to detail and, and just, you know, having an understanding of like, we're doing this at this time and I'm in this group and I'm moving here at this time. And, um, them guys are making way more money right now than I am. So I know I could tell, you know what I mean? That when they were young age, like they were, yeah. you know what I mean? Like they had an idea. And like, I know that sounds kind of tedious and maybe off the cut, co- like, like, like maybe like off the board, but I don't know. I think there's a big piece to it. Um, I know organization and time management, mean a lot in, in in life do you see that in any of your recruits like is that something that you're looking for in a guy mm, yeah i we are it's I tell you, it's tough tough to get tough to find it is and you know i'm not and because you don't you don't really know until they get there in so many ways and you have an idea right yeah but the baseball stuff no nah, it's starting from scratch man every year it's getting worse every year it's getting worse i mean you're i, I don't mean that you talk about that like um, fundamentally or are you about talking about like competing I think the competitive piece is um, I think you can get a decent read on that. I mean, I, I that's what the, that's why the point of watching a kid play. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think, I, I think that's the easiest thing for us to find is like a guy like that. Yes or no. Cause he compete. You know what right. I mean? Um, I mean a lot from like, you know, just guys, you know, I, you know, we sit at practice and you know, I bang a ball in the gap. Right. And, you know, it's the same thing. The shortstop runs to wherever the ball is. And, you know, it's, there's just, there's just some pieces to all that, that I that don't, that I, you know, I, I don't, I mean, I don't think anybody gets the complete player when they come in at first, but uh-huh. yeah, when I say, and I, and I mean, I'm trying to say that all in the right way, but like, you know, it, it, every year here, it's getting a little worse about like, can you sacrifice spot? You know what I mean? Yeah. How do you hit behind a runner? Um, you know, like, you know, how to execute a hit and run you know, different things, you know, I, we, we didn't have one freshman this year that ever slashed before in their life. Right. Chew on that one. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, and maybe slash is an old play, but like, 
I don't know. It works. It still sure. works. I mean, yeah, if, if, if the situation's there, it's there. Yeah. I, so we're in a way better place than we've ever been with it. Um, right now today, I mean, we're five weeks in, our guys got a clue and they can do it. Um, but mm-hmm. it's, um, I love, I love not to, we're getting off a little bit, but I love, I love travel. I, I, I'm a travel ball type, you know, I'm, I'm an advocate of it. I, I am. I um. I don't think it's as non-competitive as people make it out to be, you know, and again, we're going to the best events. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And them dudes, like them kids are getting after it. Yeah. They're playing, they're playing their tails off. I'm, I'm in, I'm, I'm in on all that. Um, and I think a lot of guys in that business would explain to you, like, they get players from everywhere and everything. They can't, they want to practice. They know yeah. what to do. They know how to coach. They know what's going on, but there's only so much they can do. You know what I mean? Like, like they're not practicing during the week. They're not, you know, if they could, they could get together two or three times, you know what I mean? You may see sure. some different things go on, you know, and I understand that. But you're not putting that, in so. the hit and runs in the slot, you know, hitting and no, run the slash. Can't. You're not putting in those things because you don't have the time with those guys to do that. No, at that elite level where they're coming from all over the country. Right. A hundred percent, hundred percent. And again, it's like everything's showcased too. So like, I don't know how much people want to put that stuff on. And, um, you know, it's just, it's just, it, it, it's tough to like, you know, it's just going through and like, and then, you know, we're kind of, we start from scratch in a lot of ways. We start uh-huh. from scratch in a lot of ways and, uh, that's okay. You know I me. Mean? You got to coach them up. You know, and the, most of them are good players. They pick it up fairly quick. But it's um, you know, I I it's it's a double edged sword. You know what I mean? Sure. The, the big the big organ. It's a double edged sword. Like it's like you're getting the best players to go against each other, competing at, at a national level in so many ways. You you see some want. You see and you see some dudes who are really getting after it. Um, I just don't think that they a lot of times. It's not that they don't have the proper coaches. They do. I mean, you talk to some of these guys that run a lot of these things. I mean, they yeah. guys are as good a base. They're as good a baseball guys as anybody. I just don't think they have the time to, to right. do and, some of that stuff. And honestly, like uh, for me, as a and, and that's what that's where you know for me as a you know eleven years in the in the high school game, you know, and you that's where people aren't giving enough justice to the high school. They're not putting enough on the high school coach. You don't hear people talking to the high school coach more because, like, for me, like. I had a kid for four years. Like I had Cam Cutchie for four years. If that kid doesn't know how to slash, yeah. that kid doesn't know how to hit and run, that's on me. That's not on some travel ball coach who gets him for two months. You know what I mean? Like I don't yeah. see how that's even on a travel ball coach for, for, for to get you, really. I mean, if a kid can't compete, that's really not even – like those guys know him for two months. They don't know who their girlfriends are. You know, they don't know that, you know, this guy yeah. – you know, they had problems mm-hmm. on, the, on the staff, the problem on the team because, oh, like his teammate, you know – had some had some to do with his girlfriend, you know, and they got a big issue about it. like they don't know those kind of things. You know, like I don't th- I think that that's where we put more emphasis on the high school coach. Like you had him for four years. What the heck went on? You know, like are you not teaching him <laughs> yeah. run? I mean, yeah, that's just no for me. I mean, like with Cameron Cutchie, like I took offense like where he goes to Lockhaven now, like you better be ready to you better be ready to go play for Coach Chester. Like you better be ready yeah, no to doubt. for him. You know what I mean? Like Ryan Bobwaters goes to Rackford. I'm like, you're going to be ready to practice for those guys. Like you, I mean, that's, that was, that's kind of how I took it, you know, as a high school coach. Yeah. Well, you're, you're doing it the right way. That's, yeah, that's, man. that's awesome to hear that passion because it's a, uh, and, and listen, when I say that there, there are some guys, you know what I mean? There are yeah. some guys that come in and you're like, like, yeah, oh yeah. 
this kid's got like a clue because he's able to do, you know what I mean? Different things, but yeah, uh, but I, know, the high school I think coach, there's definitely good travel guys. Uh, yeah. But I, I just, I think there also, this needs to come back to like, what did the high school guy do? Yeah. I, um, you know, you talk about the high school coach. Like it's, I just think it's, it's, it's so important that, um, I try. And again, I don't want a high school coach of a kid. I played, listen to this and go like, I never talked to him. Like <laughs> I try, I try really hard talk to every high school coach yeah um you know we got the no-brainer kid you know what i mean like when we sure. got a kid it's like you know he's he's a high school kid he's 89 92 with a, with a banger like we know like we know yeah i it's a lot of times I, I don't need to vet the kid through the high you know what i mean like in so many yeah. ways like it's tough but when we're kind of digging on somebody and some different things um I think the high school coach is more important in a lot, but in so many ways, because there's a lot of times, not always, but you know, especially if the guy works in the building, do you know what I mean? He's yeah. seen this kid really go through growth Absolutely. from 14 to 18. Um, I was around him way more than, you know what I mean? He sees who he hangs out with, how he acts. What, how does he, you know, what does he carry himself at school? Yep. That stuff, that stuff's all important. It's, it's so important, dude. Culture and makeup Trump everything else it, uh -huh. it, so much so much makeup makeup is everything it's amazing i, I get too in depth with it but like we can't we got a guy i um we got a guy a really interesting prospect on our um on our team this year a really interesting prospect that um i'm not gonna say anything that anyone else doesn't know in so many ways but um you know he was a d's a d3 transfer kid he's been up to 97 um, and scout guys are like in love with them. They're in love. They, they like, obviously he's six, five, he's 97. Like not, there was a lot to like about him, but, sure. but like, it's like they see him throw and then like yeah, the rest of it's secondary. Like it's makeup coach. What's a makeup. Talk yep. to me. You know what yep. I mean? Like what's a makeup, you know, what's a makeup. And that's, and you know, for me, it's changed over the years in so many ways because I'm proud of, I'm proud of the guys I coached at Penn state greater Allegheny. I really am. And they would, they would sit here and they'd be, they'd be in the background right now. Like, you know, rah, rah. And if I, when I say this, but they like, they, a lot of them weren't the greatest students out of high school. Yeah. They maybe weren't the, you know what I mean? They had a little edge. And, you know, when I was at a, I was at a school that had 500 students, nowhere to hit, no uniforms, a parking lot to practice in all that stuff, right. Skin infield we played on all that type of stuff. Um, you know, you just couldn't get that, you know, the all American kid. <laughs> right. So, but we, we graduated guys. Um, I pull guys out of dorms to practice and do different things. And um, I like to say this, you know, maybe someone in the world didn't think they had the greatest makeup coming in. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I feel like we got them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We got them to a good place after four years. How are you, how are you doing that coach? Cause I know you, you have, you do, you have that and that's, you have the reputation of doing that. I know you're a man of faith and, and so how are you guys doing that? How are you, how are you helping build makeup? You know, cause some people would say that that stuff coach, that stuff's only built in those guys, you know, like, but I'm sure you're a guy that says, you know, that can be built into someone. So uh, how are you doing that? Yeah. Don't give up on the kid. <laughs> um, and it's so easy to do. Yeah. You know, I want to do it every day. I mean, I'm not saying anything. No one else has thoughts about, um, got to be passionate about them. Um, you got to understand that they're human and they're going to make mistakes. Um, and you got to be there for them when they're at their best, um, be there for them when they're at their worst. Um, and you got to be tough on them and you got to have discipline. 
and you got to let them know when they're in the wrong. Um, they might not like you in the, in the, in the short term, but they'll love you in the long term. Uh-huh. And um, I think that's, that's what's important a lot of times with guys. Now, sometimes it just never works. Um, uh-huh. I could tell you a dozen guys that, man, they were a pain in the rear end. You know what I mean? And just, oh, my goodness, and this ain't right, and this is wrong, this is right. And they end up leaving or whatever, and then five, six years down the road, you get an email from them. You know, and coach, like, hey, I was a real jerk. And I'm like, yeah, you were. Nobody'd say, uh, <laughs> you know, and maybe I was too. You know what I mean? I'm not the same yeah. coach as I was 10 years ago. Um, you know what I mean? There's no doubt about that. Um, and you evolve as a person. I think we all do. We evolve as coaches, we evolve as husbands, fathers, different things. And, um, you know, I, uh, you know, I think the big piece is like, you just can't give up on the kid and you just got to be, just got to show that you're invested a lot of ways. And I think you can, you can help with that makeup. Yeah. That is, I, I, I mean, I think there might be a little validity to that, like, you know, people are who they are. I mean, there's just, there's me too. Like there's certain things that I do, there's certain tendencies, there's certain actions or whatever. But, um, but again, like I just said, like, I, I'm not saying coach I was 10 years ago, right. you know what I mean? I'm not even close, right. not even close. And, and the same player can be different in six months. Um, you know, I could tell you, I could, I'm not going to say names. I mean, there's, there's two guys that are on our roster right now that I know in the first couple of staff meetings, they were ready to run off. But then two days ago, like that kid's looking pretty good. I'm like, hey guys, you gotta, it's, that's the fall, man. You gotta let the fall all roll out from beginning to end. You just can't, it's yeah. tough not to form opinions, but guys get off to great starts. Um, and then guys, they fizzle off or guys get off to rough starts and whatever it might be academically, maybe even the dorms or whatever. And then it kind of clicks for them in the middle of September. Next thing you know, they're going to tear. And it's like, whoa, this dude, this guy can play, yeah. you know? And, you know, there's a lot of different variables to it. But baseball, baseball is about sample size, right? Yeah. You know, when you look at, when you look at a guy's numbers, you just can't look at 10 games. You got to look, you know, that's and the same thing goes with the person. You just mm-hmm. can't look at 10 days. You know what I mean? You got to look at the, the big picture. Yeah. Have you always, have, have you always seen it be like that? Or is that something that's changed with you? Cause you seem like such a, you know, very passionate, you know, guy that says like, look, if you're not going to conform, like you're just going to go. Have, have you, is that something you've learned over time to kind of be patient and let the fall ride? Yeah. 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 That that's, I mean, I think as anyone as they age, right. Yeah. You're kind of like, you learn to, to have a little bit more patience. Um, you know, I have young children, so you, I got to have some patience. <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, no, because listen, I've 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 had my I've had my foot in my mouth. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's oh. happened. I'm not I'm not too afraid to admit it. Like you know I've, you know I've I've had kids that left and done great things. You know what I mean? Probably should have stuck with them a little longer, or done whatever. I mean it's, you know um. So I'm not I'm not as inept to be like you know like he got to go or this got out. You know what I mean? And. Um, and it's amazing. I've seen, we've seen guys like, they're just like, this, like, holy heck, like this kid couldn't like, you know what I mean? He couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat. And the next thing you know, he put 20 pounds on, you know what I mean? Over Christmas break, like those things happen. Sure. And they come back and it's like, whoa. And then next thing you know what I mean? It's just like things click in different ways. But yeah, I was, there's no doubt coach. Listen, I'm, I'm, and again, I, I only, I share this with our coaches daily on a lot of different things. You know, listen, there ain't nobody that wants to win more than me. Ain't nobody, no, nobody, nobody. I'm up there with anybody. I mean, I'm out to, I'm out, we're out to kick somebody's tail if we're playing. There ain't no doubt about it. 
Um, but, you know, I used to like 10 years ago, you know, even like 12 years ago or whatever, I mean, it was just such a win at all costs and it, it just drove me crazy and different things. And it's so funny because it's still there. I mean, I, there's way more pressure now than I had when, you know, it's a fall game at Penn State Greater Allegheny. We're playing Robert Morris's club team or something. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. To me, to me, it was the Yankees Red Sox, you know what I mean? ALCS. And it was, it was the most important thing in the world. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, I, I've kind of shifted my, you know, I've really shifted some things to where, and um, I think every one of our players would look you in the eye and tell you this. I mean, this is who I am. Like, um, you know, practice, I'm still old school. I got a stopwatch with a whistle tied to it. And like I told you a little bit about what we do and we're running around and we're, 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 we're just, we're, we're making it happen. You know what I mean? I'm pushing guys. I'm getting into them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Game day coach. I don't say a word. I don't say a word. I mean, I'm just laid back. I mean, again, my inside of me is not laid back, but sure. I just, practice is about, in my opinion, it's about the coaches preparing players. Okay. And then the game is about, the players performing okay that's what it's all about it's about them performing and going out as a cohesive unit and, and doing things that they never believed they could do before but that's got to be instilled in practice and different things game's not about me as soon as it becomes about me then we've got a big problem you know I called this I did that I got thrown out of the game I argue with the umpire you know I made this change so that's why we won that's nonsense it's nonsense. It's absolute nonsense. And uh, I think, I think you, if you asked every one of our players, they would say, they, I, I, and I know for sure, I know for sure they know, hey, practice is about coach. They know, they think I'm crazy. They can practice, they think I'm crazy. You know what I mean? I love it. Yeah. I have a passion for it. But then, like I said, when it comes games, I take a step back and I go, yeah. boys, this is for you, baby. Let's go See, out and go and out. Also, but also, I think it's also what you're saying is it shows what do I need to do better at practice or what do I need to change mm -hmm. in practice too? Because that's all just feedback for you. Yeah. I mean, I, and I'm a note taker. Um, yeah. Not, not crazy, not crazy, but like, you know, the game, we screw something up. What's the first thing most coaches do as soon as players screw something up, they want to yell at them at the game, right? Look at this. Ha ha ha. Nah, you need a mirror and go, have you done this? Have you reviewed this? You know what I mean? The best is like the suicide squeeze. Like, when it's executed oh, against you, right? And then everybody goes nuts. And most players, when the squeeze happens, they kind of like freeze, right? And they don't know what to do and different things because most people don't practice it in so many, like with the generality or most people like it. Just or or practice it with that so. intensity, with that, with that pressure. 100%. So like before you want to start jumping down somebody's throat, like, you know, it might, might be your fault, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know? Oh yeah. And listen, again, I tell you that 10, 12 years ago, I was that guy. There's no doubt about it. I was terrible at it. I would blame, you know what I mean? And I would be so, you know, whatever. And um, once I was able to, like, I got to the D2 level when I was at Lock Haven and I, you know, I tried to, you know what I mean? I probably still was a little more, you know, animated than I am today. But, man, I just, you know, I hang tight. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hang tight. And um, I don't want to come across as like I'm not paying attention and we're just playing, you know, we just roll the bats and balls out and play. No, there's a, there's a lot of stuff going on in that dugout, sure. but I just, you know, I want our players to be loose, relaxed. And I just want them to know, like they're running out there. Like there's nothing they haven't seen. Mm -hmm. They've seen a hundred mile an hour fastball. They've seen 
sick breaking balls. They, they went through every double cut situation, went through every bunt deep. We've done everything. You're ready. You're in the best shape you could be. You're mm-hmm. ready to go. It's time to play. It's about you. Let's roll. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and that, and that's, that in itself is confidence, you know, because confidence comes in that preparation. So absolutely, mm-hmm. you know, absolutely. So that, have you, you know, you've talked about, you know, putting yourself in those pressure situations, like in that suicide squeeze have had, uh, like, cause like for me, like I was like, I loved hearing your practice plans and, and just how sectioned they are with drills and those things like that. And then how have you made that change to like get them prepared for a game when it's not so structured and in, you know, black and white. In yeah. the drill? Well, the biggest thing that I like to do, um, and this is last week and it was great. I know we had awesome. Is like, you know, we don't, when we enter squad, um, yeah. depending on how many innings we have, they're short games. Um, and we throw them on the scoreboard. Uh, I'm huge into three inning games. Okay. We play the seventh, eighth and ninth. And we map it out that way. And, a lot of time last weekend we had like, I mean, we had so many pressure ABs and I mean, I'm talking from a hitting standpoint and a pitching standpoint. I mean, we had, we had a one run win with one of our better hitters at the plate with runners on second and third and a three, two count kid threw a slider, struck a kid out. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's nowhere you can, you know what I mean? You can do that. And then we had three more innings to play. So then we reset the scoreboard and we're in the top of the seventh mm-hmm. and we play it again. And we ended up with a tie that we had any more pitching left. So we ended up with a bit. We just, we've been able to, that's how we try to create some serious pressure. Like we play a lot of three inning games. We play some two inning games. We never play a one inning game. I'm not like, we do at least as two and as many as four. Um, because that's where the game's won and lost. And like me as a coach, like everything we do in our offense, like we don't do it innings like one through one through five in a lot of ways. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I ain't bonding in the second inning. I like, right. that, you know, someone else might say, well, you should, you should percentages and all that. Now we got some, we got some men in our lineup. We got some grown men. I want them to swing the bat. Like, so we are going to, we're going to do that. So we do, we do, we do a lot of that on our squad games. And I would give, you know, that's not something I just recently started doing that. I read an article by Ed chef. Ed chef is a legendary coach on the West coast from Lewis and Clark state. That guy won like, his record is like 6,041. Like, it's I, I, insane. But he's talking a lot about what they did with their squad games, and we instituted it, and it's been awesome. It has been awesome, the competitiveness. Right. Um, got a competitive BP that we did yesterday, actually. Um, I've done it a lot of different ways, but big scoring type thing, you know what I mean? And put, there's a ton of live situations and different things for the runners, and, um, you know, and it's cool with the rap soda we have. Like, there's points for how hard you hit it. Um, okay so, so you have the hitting rap soda too along with the yeah okay cool cool yeah we have the hitting one nice. and like so guys get certain points for 100 mile an hour 95 um and then if they're home runs in certain areas during the rounds like you know what i mean like some yeah. serious stuff and like if you make a web gem it's worth four points um there's there's some good stuff we had some we had some good stuff yesterday but it was pretty cool it went really well and then um, like everybody else, we do a bunt game, a big bunt game, you know, put different hurry zones and different things and live defense out there. And there's points assigned for executed bunts and, and defensive places and all that. So, and I mean, this like in yourself or anyone, like I look, Jim Chester didn't invent all this. Right. He didn't invent it. I did not. I just, I consider myself a great thief and kind of tailor it to our team uh-huh. or our facility. You know what I mean? Whatever it might be. So. Um, anyone listening to this or you're anyone like you ever wanted any of it, just email me. 
I got, I put it all on paper and save it in a file, I mean, in a drive, in our, our shared drive, so I can come back to it. Yeah, well, um, let's get that email. Let's get that email. Let's yeah, get, no. I'll we'll, we'll do that. Yeah, my, my email is uh, jchester1 at gardner-web.edu. Awesome. jchester1 Gardner. gardner-web.edu so yeah and anyone then, listening please and you throw a please. lot of stuff out there on twitter a great follow on twitter what's your twitter handle again um at coach j chester awesome twitter's beautiful it is it's great it is great oh, isn't it i mean it's great there's a ton of we, we we steal a ton of stuff from twitter yeah oh yeah dude our coaches dms like back and forth every night we, we send a bunch of stuff a bunch of stuff like hey look at this look at that like I know we were talking about sheets earlier. You see some of the stuff he's doing now. Yeah, it's with, uh, he just put a great fun thing up. He did. He did. It yeah, he awesome. put the shortened bases and all that. I saw that. I was like, that's yeah, that's pretty that's legit. Awesome. Like, I mean, um, there's a million ways to do things. You know what I mean? But you just got to bring energy and be organized. Absolutely. And, um, you know, you can put some. Pre- you know, you want you want to put pressure on the guys. Put pressure on the kids. Absolutely. Coach, this has been amazing. This has been absolutely amazing. I can't thank you enough. I cannot thank you enough. You've gave us your email. You gave us your Twitter handle and everything and all these things. I really, really appreciate it. I know it's it's been an hour. It's been amazing. So, Coach, I just cannot thank awesome. you enough for the time, man. No, no problem. This was this was great. Um, like I said, awesome. Anybody, anybody listening, reach out anytime. If you got a player, you just want to yes, chop sir. it up, baseball, whatever. I'm I'm all in. So, um, this appreciate was great. It. Thank you so much for having me on. Dude, this is amazing. Thank you, Coach Chester. I appreciate it. Wow, just a great episode by Coach Jim Chester. I was really excited uh, to be able to talk to Coach Chester, and and uh, he's done some great things during the quarantine that I just couldn't get around to do just with scheduling, uh, but all the open Zoom meetings that he was having with people, sharing what his staff does and what their program does. Um, I think he just does a great job of just really building some great energy around his program, uh, high energy guy, a lot of positivity, um, you know, and kids just wanted to be a part. People just want to be a part of that. And uh, but again, it's just, it's it's not about him, and that's what his his big message came across there. It's uh, serving others, being selfless, um, and he definitely lives those values. I really did like uh, you know towards the end there he talked about his three inning games and how they're making things lifelike. I think you can get a lot of game situations. I think you can get a lot of pressure. I think you can get a lot of um, game-like reps in those three-inning games. The two, like you said, at most four-inning games, um, you know, it kind of keeps things moving. You, you heard a lot of his flow and functionality, what he wants to see in a practice. I'm sure it would be a very great practice to visit. Um, you know, living in Maryland and him being in North Carolina, it'd be tough for me to get down there. But uh, if I can make that happen, I, I sure would. I think his practices will be, will be great to great to watch. Um, I loved how they created their own playbook at the staff of, you know, mirroring off uh, Coach Polk's playbook, what they like to do at practice, um, you know, and having a checklist and his practice and his practice planning, you know, how they how he schedules out the week and then they each day they're detailing it out and you know going through the checklist, seeing what they've covered and what they need to do and um, and you know, he 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 talked a lot about you know his patience and dealing with kids and um helping with their makeup and talking kids about 
holding them accountable, not telling them what they want to hear all the time. Sometimes they're going to be upset, and it's okay, but you have to tell them what they need to hear, not what they want to hear. That was a great, goes a great advice. Uh, I loved, and I'm fully in, on, and on board with him talking about how practices is about the coaches preparing the players. The practices for the coaches, that game is about the players performing. The game is about them going out as a cohesive unit, trying to do something they never have done before. Love that. Fully agree. Um, and again, just want to thank Coach Chester for the time. Please reach out to him uh, for any of anything else that you'd might want to share. You might want him to ask. Again, his email is jchester1 at gardner-web.edu. jchester1 at gardner-web.edu. Great follow on Twitter. Please sure to follow him at Twitter at Coach jchester. And um, you know, feel free to share this episode for those people who might want to. Learn more about it. Get to know Coach Chester and see the great things that he's doing. And, um, you know, again, I want to thank you guys for turning into the Better Men, Better Ball Player podcast. Hope you're enjoying it. And because I sure know I am and uh, learn a ton and uh, really uh, blessed to be able to talk to some great men. And, and um, it's great to see where our, our, our game is in good hands and our young men, our youth are in, in good hands too. So, till next time, keep getting better.